0: Yeah, felt good. I always wondered how podcasts sync themselves up over video call. Now I know. Yeah,
1: yeah. Everybody, it's
2: our secret trick.
1: Everybody's having to do that now. Um, We've been doing it, so.
2: (laughs) I know. We
0: out here learning industry secrets.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly, um, I can't believe that our um, begging you to come on the podcast <laughs> last episode actually worked.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's funny. It's funny. I uh, hadn't listened to that episode yet. I'm exposing myself uh, as like not listening the moment they come out, but no, I went okay. back and listened to the episode, and I was like, oh, they want me to come on the podcast. Like, I, I met, I like became uh, fans of you guys' work after all this started. So I haven't ever met either of you guys face-to-face. Yeah. So I just appreciate so much that I ask questions so good that you guys want to <laughs> talk with me on the podcast.
2: It's so great. Wow. And it's also wild because we live in the same place,
0: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> but we're only internet friends. Yeah, we're both in um, Indianapolis. Which is fine. Wow. Um, you have... Yeah, Leo's joined us on quite a few of our um, Netflix, Netflix parties, party yeah. and movie nights. Yeah. The chaos. always brings a chaotic energy to the <laughs> chat it's great
0: <laughs> yeah that was that was my in honestly you guys have yeah. to give god to your netflix
2: parties <laughs> well
1: thank you thank you
2: i have joined one of leo's netflix parties um it was hurricane heist <laughs> 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 i have not I, seen
1: that shockingly i definitely should I'm have not, seen it that'd be very on brand for me
2: yeah the whole honestly i barely watched it um <laughs> and even when i did watch i barely listened to what i was watching and even still i was like i have got to see if sarah and has watched this because it seems right up her
1: alley <laughs> is it better than geostorm i haven't seen geostorm uh, geostorm is like uh, so bad it's almost not good <laughs> um it's really great because i feel like
2: sarah and has brought up geostorm more times in our friendship than should be allowed mm-hmm. um even i think like even before we started the podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> put, it, put it this way geostorm is a disaster movie hurricane heist is a disaster movie and a heist movie so you do the math
2: oh i thought Better. you were gonna say it was just like a disaster No, Sarah, what that was that was your joke t- you t- don't to have to watch
0: a good movie you just yeah. have to watch a well, fun movie yeah
2: that's true but we only want i mean come on national treasure is a good movie mm-hmm.
0: yeah <laughs> you find the intersection
2: Um, so, Leo, why don't you, we already like sort of, we didn't really sort of introduce you last episode, we we just kind of like yelled into mm-hmm. the void that we wanted you to come on the podcast, but why don't you introduce yourself and talk about who you are and what you do and just, yeah, introduce yourself to all of the people who do not know who you are.
0: Yeah, I am Leo Majors. I am a musician and filmmaker uh, who was born in Indianapolis and I'm living there currently. I recently graduated from film school at Purdue University, and I am saving up money to continue my career in New York. Uh, I'm Ooh, especially interested wow. in directing music videos, um, but I'm also looking into film and TV and that sort of thing.
2: Amazing. So exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did, you, uh, did you graduate recently? Um, or
0: Just last, last December, you- actually.
2: OK, cool. So you like got out of there before all of the, the pandemic stuff started.
0: Yeah, I was debating. I was like, should I graduate in the, should I walk in the winter, or should I wait to walk in the summer with all my friends? And then yeah. all of this stuff happened. Uh, and I was really glad that I graduated in December Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: and got out. Like,
2: that's good. You escaped. Um, so because of your music expertise, <laughs> Um, We also, I think um, this works out perfectly because we teased a little bit in our last episode, just some of our favorite music moments Mm -hmm. in movies. Um, And both Sarah Handler and I are absolute music nerds. Um, and it slips out a little bit in this movie podcast of yeah. ours every once in a while, <laughs> um, but we get to just completely lean into that today because we are going to talk with you about our favorite music moments in movies, Whoa. and we're going to completely nerd out over music, and it's going to be a great time. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited.
0: excited. I'm so hyped. When you told me that that was the thing you decided on, I was like, "Yes, this is my element." <laughs> I went and put on all my music pins. Uh, oh, I love and, it. Like, I've been and just super singing all day.
2: To hear about all of Leo's music opinions cuz he is the expert.
1: <laughs> here yeah. in this
2: situation officially, well, we have a real-life expert on the podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I'd say that your guys' status as uh, music nerds is totally apparent from the podcast. It seeps out a lot just from how much you guys have talked about movie soundtracks and how much you love them and stuff. So uh, we're, I'm in good company.
2: I love that. I love that. Um, let's go ahead then and talk about, um, where do we want to start? Do we want to like nerd out over some soundtracks
1: real quick? Uh, I love a soundtrack. That is my favorite kind of movie music. I think. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, a score is great obviously but a uh, movie soundtrack that i can like listen i don't listen to scores but i'll listen mm-hmm. to like a soundtrack to a movie so like the bling ring soundtrack is when i still listen to it's like on my top albums of i, I don't know it's one of my favorites of all time um so the virgin good. suicides has a really great soundtrack um it- it's fantastic and very pretty uh you know, Dazed and Confused has a lot of good, like, classic rock stuff, um, but yeah, uh, another, a modern one, I guess, is, like, The Great Gatsby had a lot of bops on it that, like, actually became pop hits. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. That's yeah. my favorite, is, um, when a director can assemble, like, good music for a movie specifically.
2: I also think, like, Sarah Handler, you and I have definitely had, um, like, moments of driving around just to... Soundtracks, like the amount mm-hmm. of times mm-hmm. that we've like that we've had road trips set to the Paper Towns soundtrack.
1: Exactly. Come yeah. on, come mm, on. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Soundtracks just have so much personality, and and
3: mm-hmm.
0: I think I think we have so many associations with pop music, and they bring such specific emotions and experiences to mind that sometimes you just need a good soundtrack. Sometimes yeah. the score mm-hmm. doesn't quite do the same thing.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like. Definitely, like, within the concept of, like, movie- music standing alone from movies. I mean, I do, I do love to put on a score in the background, but it has to be, like, a very specific score, um, and even then, sometimes I just, like, don't really pay attention to it. It's just a background atmospheric situation, but, mm. I mean, like, I still, to. The, I mean, I've talked about this already on this podcast, but the Twilight
1: Eclipse soundtrack <laughs> Still <laughs> All of the gets Twilight so soundtracks high. So I watched every Twilight movie In two days the other day
0: Ooh, marathon
1: Yeah, Incredible. I uh, I watched Two and a half On day one And two and a half on day two <laughs> I split Eclipse into two Because I started it at 11.30 So I was getting really tired right. Yeah, um, And those soundtracks are all Bops through oh ent- No skips mm-hmm. <laughs> um they're ridiculous i don't I'm, you know what stephanie meyer good for you because she picks them doesn't she
2: i think she has like so she has a ton of say in them and i know that a lot of it like she she wrote the books set to songs and then put right. those songs on the film soundtracks yeah <laughs> which is just incredible i
0: Eclipse is the one with supermassive black hole in it
2: no, that's the first that's one. That's the first one. Ah. The yeah. baseball scene. <laughs> yeah. The baseball scene. Oh, um, yeah. I love how we also know that. I kind of hate that, but I love that.
0: <laughs> yeah, something, something I should say is I haven't seen, like, a um, million movies. Um, I've it's kind okay. of seen a below average amount of movies because no, movies weren't actually fine. the first... Uh, art form that I came to I have a music background um, of course and like maybe to say a bit more about me um, I've been singing and I've been in theater uh, since I was old enough to walk and talk uh, certainly before I was old enough to be good Um, but (laughs) then I uh, later came and I wasn't raised on movies also my family didn't watch a lot of movies we watched a lot of TV so I was raised on like Star Trek and I Love Lucy and that kind of thing And then I realized Mm -hmm. later how amazing movies are, and I'm still discovering my taste in movies and kind of uh, what I like in them and what I, why I think they're so amazing. So I'm actively open to like recommendations and things that I need to see and hear. Mm
2: -hmm. That's okay. You totally do not have to, you know, come into a love of movies with an extensive knowledge of
1: every movie ever released ever um i, I mean it's also kind of an exciting place to be to like yeah. have so much to watch
0: it is because i feel like i i have this funny feeling i haven't seen my favorite movie yet
2: oh mm-hmm. trust me that thought gives me anxiety like every single day <laughs> uh,
0: yeah yeah because yeah. The, there i have so many movies that i think are amazing but none of them is like the the one i feel like oh. i haven't met mm-hmm. the one. Oh. Um, but i've seen it's
2: it before yeah. can you yeah. imagine we just need to we are gonna make a cinema rolls branded tinder for movies yeah um <laughs> yeah you just put like all of your preferences like in your bio and then we go through and we just present you with a bunch of movies and if you swipe right <laughs> then it'll give you yeah
0: <laughs> Ooh yeah. yeah yeah
2: exactly dating I think based
0: we should... on movie taste
2: yeah we should do that
0: maybe like we get to patent
2: mm. it right now copyright <laughs> nobody else trademark it. yeah <laughs> Um, I love
0: that. Um, Leah, what are some of your favorite soundtracks? Uh, some of my favorite soundtracks, especially, well, we have ones we all love, like Spider-Verse. Oh, and yes. yes. Um, yeah, we've talked about the Booksmart soundtrack, the yes. Uh But I was thinking about this earlier, and I have to land on Oh Brother, Where Art Thou?
2: <gasps> A, classic.
0: Yeah, A classic. Yeah, yeah. Um, by the Coen brothers being raised in the Midwest I just have folk music like in my blood I feel and Mm -hmm. uh, that movie is so wild it's about a pair of southern outlaws who um, break out of jail and just have this Odyssey across (laughs) the south and uh, it actually um, there's just one song in particular um, man of constant sorrow that mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. will sing at any given time, <laughs> yeah, uh, and I, I love it because it actually reinvigorated interest in folk music Ooh. in America. Like, sales of folk albums went up after that movie really? came out, and oh, I, cool. I just love it, yeah, as a way that a movie can influence a whole culture of a country.
2: I love that. Um, yeah, I think Han Lizer, I don't I can't speak for you, but I feel like. Um, I was raised on that movie. Just being from Arkansas, oh yeah, <laughs> like yeah. they showed that movie in
1: school. Like when a People... substitute teacher was in. <laughs> like,
2: <Yeah>. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like that's
2: what we watched.
1: Um, no, but that's a, that's a fantastic soundtrack for sure.
2: Yeah, I was also thinking. Also, Sarah Hanloju, you made um, recently a summer playlist on Spotify. I um and I saw that you had some tracks from Call Me by Your Name, the soundtrack yeah. on there.
1: Yeah, Excellent.
2: Excellent choice. Like I mean the that's Call a me summer vibe. Soundtrack. Yeah. What the the Sufjan
1: Stevens songs.
2: Yes. So. Um Leo, have you seen Inside Luland Davis?
0: I haven't. You've mentioned it to me before and it's on my list. Uh, yeah.
2: You mm-hmm. I feel like especially with you mentioning just like how you feel about folk music, you should definitely watch that um i highly highly recommend it if you want to see mm-hmm. oscar isaac sad <laughs>
0: yeah. i want to see oscar isaac anyway honestly <laughs> yeah that's a very good point
2: but especially just oscar isaac just go like if you okay here's here's how i always describe Lula davis i feel like because you've seen francis Ha recently um yeah. for the first time very exciting um mm-hmm. inside Lula davis and francis Ha are on different sides of the same coin and but with, but inside Lula Davis just has more music. Um, you should definitely yeah. watch it. I highly, highly, highly recommend it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I um I've looked a little bit at it. Um, just descriptions of it, and I think yeah. I would love it. I I I mentioned how I don't think I've seen my favorite movie. I yeah. kind of know what uh what to look for. Like I know what my favorite movie would be. Uh, like <laughs> it's got to. Uh, have a good message about humanity or like how to live. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got to have at least like some hope in it. It's got <laughs> to. <laughs> Little
2: Davis doesn't have a lot of hope. <laughs> 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 but
0: it's okay. Yeah, no. But it's got to uh, be well acted and it's got to have music. Mm
2: hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. I immediately have, like, a hundred recommendations for you, but that's that's what this is for. Um, yeah. Yeah. Any other soundtracks? I started, I didn't finish it, but I started rewatching Perks of Being a Wallflower recently on Netflix. Oh, I, one. I did not finish it because I did not have the emotional capacity to deal with it, turns out. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I started watching it, and then I was like, oh, I forgot that this movie makes me feel things, so I've got
1: to stop. Um, I mean, but, and obviously... Uh... Baby Driver, yeah, that's that's the token answer.
2: Yeah, we talked about that last. Yeah, it's just just so yeah. I mean, we mentioned Scott Pilgrim too last
1: week. Um, When 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 I first watched Baby Driver, I watched the first scene and then I rewound it and watched the first scene again because I was like, that was so good. I watched. I
2: watched this video essay recently on the first, literally just, it's like a 15-minute breakdown on the first, like, two-minute scene of Baby Driver. (laughs) Um, And it literally is just like, listen to this music, look at how Edgar Wright has developed this phenomenal action scene based on this music. Um... There are there are moments in that movie where um if you you can watch like behind the scenes clips of Edgar Wright um directing Ansel Elgort walking into a room um and even on set Edgar Wright knew exactly which song he wanted to be playing in the final edit um in that moment and he knew that song and so he'd be playing that song like in his headphones and counting out the beat so that Ansel Elgort's footsteps matched perfectly the song um that's going on and he did that many many times throughout that movie to various things like there's like a scene where like ansel is like putting a comb through his hair or something and he's like i need you to do this on (laughs) this beat right now and like oh blows my mind some
0: people make movies with music edgar wright makes music movies
2: oh yeah yeah and sometimes
0: you just like know you're in good hands from the very first scene
1: Yes. Oh, oh yeah.
0: He actually started Ugh, as a music video chills. director, so it's obvious where he gets it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's-
2: so did Olivia Wilde, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. There's yeah. So Olivia Wilde, um, out, like Booksmart, obviously, is her first like feature film um, directorial de- debut. But <laughs> she has directed many, many music videos um, and did direct music videos long before she got a hold of Booksmart. And you can you can tell. Like that. Yeah, background like the is, pool scene. Yeah, that background is all over that movie. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, she's a music video director through and through, and I think she's even still directed music videos after Booksmart because I think she just loves it and loves music so much, and you can tell. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. I love it. And um, uh, Baby Driver, um, like, is a great one, uh, of course. Uh, but I, I also can't mention soundtracks without mentioning uh, Anna and the Apocalypse. Uh, oh, similar... yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I... It's a musical uh, zombie British Christmas <laughs> movie.
1: <laughs> Incredible. Yes. <laughs> yes. I loved that movie.
0: And I will listen I, uh... to a, sound, a, a song from that soundtrack any day.
1: Yeah, they're fun. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. I
2: remember... Yeah. Sarah handlers recommending that movie to me, and I haven't seen it yet. But it sounds like it sounds like I would love it. <laughs> it is very. It's good. a trip.
0: It's like <laughs> it's not the most amazing characters or anything, but just mm-hmm. the fact that they can they have such uh, catchy songs, and the fact that it was independent and pretty low budget. It's really inspiring to those of yeah. us who want to stretch our budgets and that kind of thing.
1: Yeah. No. It's it's. It's fantastic with, it, yeah, a, a very minimal budget. Uh, they, they put the money on the screen. You can tell.
0: Um,
2: yeah. I love it. What, what, else, they had. what else are good soundtracks? Um, I feel like even to this day, I still put songs from the 500 Days of Summer soundtrack on my playlists just mm-hmm. constantly. Ugh, what a soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And I think... I have to mention, I it's it's my my brother. um, When Guardians of the Galaxy came out, oh yeah, yeah, he just constantly had the soundtrack playing. Just twenty four seven. Like I remember yeah. just being like, I love these songs too, but can we listen to anything else right now? Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah the, there are some like movies that are just iconic for making the soundtrack a character, like Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. And I love when a yeah. movie does a diegetic soundtrack, like that's just as soon as you hear a soundtrack and it's clear that it's in someone's headphones or in the car yeah. stereo, immediately that's my stuff. Oh uh, yeah. That. Yeah, and I always come back to Reservoir Dogs as a great example of that, because uh-huh. I didn't realize the first watch through, I didn't know exactly when it was produced, but there's, it, it's scored with 70s music everywhere, um, mm-hmm. and I I realized, um, there was an interview with Tarantino where he said that that's because there's a 70s music marathon, like a throwback, going on on mm. the radio during the movie. Uh, oh, so he's, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's kind of referring back to the 70s crime pulp movies that he used to love by using this throwback radio device in the movie. And that's what I'm talking about when I say that soundtracks can add such specific context uh, and emotion to a movie. It's it's not just like songs about what's going on or songs that convey the emotion. It can be so much more.
1: Oh, I love that. I love that so much. That's, that's a great point. Uh, Yeah, I really love that movie. And Tarantino's smart with his music. I mean, like, he's even, I mean, in, I watched Django Unchained. I've been watching Quarantino, which is just, I'm marathoning a bunch of Tarantino movies during quarantine, because it's fun (laughs) to say. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I I watched Django Unchained recently, and there's, like, anachronistic music in there, um. Like, particularly during some of the action scenes where Django's just shooting up a plantation, there's, like, hip-hop music, and Mm -hmm. it is so fun that you almost forget the violence is, like, you know, disturbing as all hell. But, um... But no, I think Tarantino does make the music a character, for sure, and that's really neat. I have, like... Gushed about Tarantino two weeks in a row. I got to stop. Yeah. <laughs> it's your brand at this point. It's
2: fine. <laughs> Rats. Yeah.
0: And, and and I think his use of hip hop there says a lot about what... Says a lot about who Django is. And, and... Yeah. How, like, how he's... He's kind of showing more modern ideas of resistance and... Yeah. I don't... F, uh, F those guys. Yeah. <laughs> PG-13 podcast.
2: Yes, exactly. Yes. Uh, I love that. I just love soundtracks so much. I just think that, like, yeah. a really wonderfully curated soundtrack is... It's, like, it's something that you almost take for granted for some movies. Um, because mm-hmm. if it's done really well, it just makes sense in the movie, you know? Like, you're like, oh, yeah, of course, you know? But then when you have, like, a really sucky soundtrack you notice.
0: <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. you can't like when just We have one that doesn't
2: mm-hmm. work. You're like, "Oh, this is this is bad. I miss good mm-hmm. soundtracks."
0: Are you thinking of any in particular?
2: Oh, I mean, I could probably The Greatest honestly, Showman. Oh my gosh. Ooh,
0: immediate immediate Greatest Showman. <laughs>
2: immediate. Um, we have some feelings on on that movie here. Um, <laughs> I I just think of like every super generic cookie cutter um, like coming of age teen movie that only plays songs that were like super popular on the radio the year that like the movie came the movie. out. Yeah. And I just, I can't, I just can't deal with that. I can't. Cause I'm like, you're instantly dating this movie. Like this movie is no longer timeless. <laughs> right. Uh, I don't know. I just am not, I'm not no, a fan of that.
1: The Kissing Booth was one where it was Oh all my like gosh. <laughs> incredibly generic- Uh, songs yeah, uh, that were just like literally if you were writing a script and you like just threw something in there and I I don't know like a vague descriptor of like uh, funny part or happy party song and then like that's just what was produced like literally word for it's just a happy party song that has no meaning and really doesn't stand out at all but you'll get like a weird vocal and you're like yeah takes you out of the whole movie um the kissing booth is so dumb but i love it i'm probably gonna watch it tonight
2: oh my gosh yeah it's the soundtracks that i like to call um just like uh music playing over the loudspeakers at walmart playlists Mm. yeah yeah no surface level yeah yeah it's just like i just i don't know why you chose this i don't know i don't think you even know why you chose this I just don't mm-hmm. like when people don't put thought into the songs that go into their movies. I'm like that's the most important thing. Come on. Yeah, mm-hmm. soundtracks
0: can feel like kind of an easy cop out because it's already written, it's already popular, yeah. etcetera. But it's obvious when it's not done well.
2: Yeah, yeah. For sure. And I would say um, I've been
0: watching I've been watching Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, a T V show okay. on Hulu uh, and yes, uh, I've heard of it. Some of it is like that. It's yeah. Like jukebox musical, the T V show. And some of it <laughs> is kind of surface level. There is deeper stuff there too um and overall the show's really fun but it's obvious when they thought more about it and when they didn't
1: i mean glee was that way oh where it was like oh my god same producers actually i think of the two shows oh well there you go um glee was absolutely that way where it was like yeah they're gonna do blurred lines so that (laughs) so that they can all twerk on stage that's the whole reason they (laughs) do blurred lines and you're like, oh, Yikes. oh your decision yeah. making. I so still need bad. to.
0: I still need to watch uh, Glee, or else get my musical theater card taken away. You
2: don't need to. I so it <laughs> is the worst show. Glee is having like some like a resurgence yeah. in the world in our culture right now. I'm a little mm. confused
1: and concerned. Um, but you know Like what? Twilight That's Renaissance why. is good chaos. Yeah. Glee Renaissance <laughs> is evil chaos. Like yeah. it's not <laughs> right. Yeah, chaotic evil. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I
2: love it. And then like chaotic neutral is just the fact that Hunger Games released like a new book in the series. Literally and this Nobody week cares. And no one cares. Goodness. No one has any idea. No what's one but out. Zoe
1: cares.
2: <laughs> Who asked you <Sorry. laughs> that? <laughs> oh my gosh okay let's talk about some scores um because i i love a score i went off about the secret life of walter mitty score last episode because Mm -hmm. i love it so much or the soundtrack i guess um well yeah even the score the the songs that yonzi wrote specifically for that movie those tracks give me so much joy so much happiness Mm um and then we all know how i feel um about the score for if beale street could talk was snubbed at the oscars
1: snubbed Mm -hmm. we love nicholas bertel is
2: that who it is yes nicholas bertel did that and was snubbed who do we i I can't remember off the top of my head who actually won original score that year
1: i think it we can find out
2: yeah that's, you know, just a quick internet search away. Leo, talk about your favorite scores while,
0: you, while we're looking. Yeah, um, well, my go-to is always How to Train Your Dragon. Because that <gasps> was the first time yes! I... Yes! Yeah. Yanzi
2: did that score, too! Uh-huh!
0: Oh, yeah. Yes! yes. Uh, um, Because that was the first time I ever walked into a theater and saw a movie and was like, wow, this soundtrack gives me unbridled joy. Oh, and Yes. Mm-hmm. makes me feel like I'm flying, which was yes. what it was supposed the to do. The point. Oh. Yes. Yeah, exactly.
3: I
2: also realized just now that I said Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Talking about Yanzi, I meant we bought a zoo. Secret Life of Walter Mitty is Jose Gonzalez. That is my bad. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: um, but Yanzi, No, same, did... same. Same sentiment. <laughs> <laughs>
2: same, you know, like super, like movies with, I don't know, with aesthetics. The movie's just an aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Um, I, no, Yanzi did sorry, Yanzi did We Bought a Zoo, um, which as a movie sucked, as a score, incredible. Um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, he also did um, the How to Train Your Dragon. Um, just that, like, I also I also have um, a, a vinyl of one of Yanzi's um, EPs that has songs both from We Bought a Zoo and How to Train Your Dragon on it. Oh, amazing and it just like makes me feel like i'm just going to fly off on a dragon <laughs> just yeah. like never return mm-hmm. and i'm okay with that
0: yeah it, it's um and the uh how to train your dragon score it's also uh, obviously celtic influenced uh, mm-hmm. influenced by the scottish mm-hmm. and irish music that uh is part of my heritage so that's i think another reason why it was gave me such unbridled joy um yeah let me know like I love musics th- I love uh, movies that are t- take like particular influence from one style of music in their score or their soundtrack uh yeah so if there are any more Celtic scored or soundtracked um, movies then I want to know about
2: them.
1: <laughs> yeah brave brave oh, of course yeah yes that brave. does exist yeah <laughs> I love so that. Black also, Panther, yeah, Black Panther. If which Bill Street could talk,
2: listen, I am. It's. I'm just gonna say my opinion. Uh, that's wrong. That's just <laughs> is wrong. That,
1: that's not
3: the.
2: Is
1: that? That's not the soundtrack of Black Panther. Cause I no the soundtrack, the soundtrack, Black soundtrack for slaps. Black Panther. It also yeah it also slaps, score, but, but that's like just the score. Interesting. Yeah, no,
2: it's hmm. the score, the original score for Black Panther. Um. I love the, the one piece of score I can upper. remember
0: from Black Panther is the the um drums that came that came in the first act and then when Killmonger took over there were the same drums but overlaid with 808s. Um that's the one thing I remember mm. from that score. Hmm.
2: Yeah, I feel like I I definitely remember the sound like the soundtrack for Black Panther is more memorable than the score for me.
1: So um, yeah, I agree. For me, scores like Obviously, that brings me straight to my expertise, which is horror. Mm. Um, right, yeah. I think that uh, a soundtrack can, you know, infinitely enhance a movie like that. But you don't really listen to horror. I, I don't really listen to horror soundtracks outside of the movie. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't
0: want to get jump scared about making be- eggs.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I'm, like, I'm, like, doing my laundry. I would rather not feel like somebody's about to stab me. I just Um, live in
2: a constant state of anxiety
1: because you hear the um,
2: strings from
1: Us by Jordan Peele. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, uh, no, but after I saw Us, I did have a whole playlist of, like, 90s rap. um, Okay. For, like, from, because I got five on it, had such a resurgence. Yeah. Um, so then I like had, had this whole playlist of NWA and Ice Cube yeah. and, um, and Luna's and New Edition and just a whole bunch of stuff. Good.
2: Um, no, I'm glad that but, like that's the influence that that insane movie gave me. Yeah.
1: But yeah, no, uh, the Safties are fantastic at making scores that just destroy Ooh. you and your nerves. Um, good time and, uh, uncut gems both just make my skin crawl the music i thought about that Mm -hmm. the
2: uncut gems score that Mm -hmm. that just yeah i feel like if i ever heard any of those tracks just in life i would immediately need to call my
1: therapist like have an anxiety attack. yeah yeah
0: so when you mentioned uh horror scores, sarah it um reminded me of something i love about horror scores is that they often like are the opposite of what one would expect for horror. So I love when mm. a score yeah. has uh, emotional dissonance like that. Like the classic example is having a little girl singing a lullaby while something uh, horrible is right. happening in a horror movie, or like having a piece of classical music while some incredibly violent stuff is happening uh, on screen. Right.
1: But like,
0: yeah, I think didn't The Conjuring
1: are- ruin? tiptoe through the tulips tip-toe or something through the tulips. yeah oh my yeah. gosh <laughs> i didn't ask for it's any like, of this <laughs> it's an insidious yeah. track or something it was in one of those movies and oh my gosh i mean i could i could play that at a sleepover in the middle of the night Uh-oh. and <laughs> people be crying mm, no. <laughs> like no. that was such a common prank was just to play tiptoe through the tulips and oh, let people it. freak out it. so yeah agreed
0: yeah, and John I, Carpenter
1: I, makes such iconic stuff too. That's like mm-mm. really, I mean, the dun 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 dun. That's so mm-hmm. iconic. Uh, yeah, so I, I think that horror scores are fantastic um, examples of art that should work with the movie, but probably not very many other places.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and work yeah. with the movie in interesting ways. Like, I had this yeah. idea for such a long time that music was somehow a cheat in movies especially scoring Mm. because it was like because it was inducing emotion or manipulating emotion and Mm -hmm. it was because i saw this a scene from the sixth sense that was incredibly emotional and uh Mm -hmm. effective without any underscoring at all and i was like well shouldn't it shouldn't the writing and acting always just be that good but now i realize it's not like music isn't manipulative like that at all it can work with the emotion right. not be the entire emotion in such a I,
2: way i did um a project in college um specifically about that and about like m- scores in movies manipulating your emotions and hmm. basically compiled just like a montage of <laughs> of harry potter scenes but with the music Completely like stripped away from the scene, and all oh. it is is just like the talking, <laughs> and uh-huh. um, like show and like did a project where I just showed people those scenes without any music whatsoever, and people just being like, "Ah, oh, this is this is weird, yeah.
1: no and <laughs> it's a, and, uncomfortable." And that's the thing about working with the movie because um, yeah, it it has to be with. I hate yeah. when a director has not earned an emotional moment and yet they mm. choose to put in an emotional swell of music and you're yeah. like yeah your instinct is to be like huh and then you go wait a minute yeah
0: I, it's like a laugh track in a i don't home.
1: want to yes yeah, i don't want to cry right now i don't want to laugh yeah. right now so why am i having this you know yeah. this moment put upon yeah. you like it, it feels you're presumptuous like, so it's th- like earn the track earn the emotional swelling <laughs> and yeah. the triumphant music Mhm. Oh, so, yeah, they have it. to work together
2: I feel mm-hmm. like Sarah Handloser you may or may not be talking about a score that did win best original score uh, at the Oscars this year <laughs> I, feel like,
1: <laughs> I feel like you might be hinting at something a little bit there the film that oh should perhaps <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah it do- Joker does have this weird like The the music is always either creepy or, like, there are triumphant moments in the music where you're like, this is not supposed to be triumphant. This should be a lot um, darker in tone. (laughs) It's not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then just needle drops that made no damn sense that I was just sitting there Mm -hmm. like, what? (laughs) Um, Pardon? Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I feel like my one, my unpopular opinion on both sides is that uh joker did deserve that award but that is the only award that it deserved but you know i mean I and that, that being said that being said it did deserve it however come on to give that to give it there and not like you know last black man in san francisco or, I, or little, little women
1: or marriage
2: story even like come on come on yeah i'm gonna lose my mind <laughs> we don't like Oscars. <laughs>
0: we've hit our we've hit our um daily quota of uh <laughs> talking about that movie. Yes.
1: Yeah, that's true. We hit it every day. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> um
0: by the way, uh if we could get
1: through one episode without. <laughs> yeah.
0: By the way, Sarah D., you were mentioning so um you're mentioning Edgar Wright uh playing music during Baby Driver to his actors on set. I wanted to mention that uh I have learned that's a tradition that was begun by Sergio Leone um when he played the score to his actors um the score by uh, Ennio Morricone to the uh Fistful of, of Dollars trilogy and I just love that mm. integration of um music and filmmaking um yeah because yeah there's just something about music that is I think elemental to uh our, our emotions and it's um, yeah. it's amazing. Uh, another example I I th- thought of was um, the amazing score to Interstellar by Hans Zimmer. Oh, I really yes. like I really like um, Hans Zimmer. He's maybe my favorite composer.
2: Any yeah, anything that he yeah. does. I I rewatched um, Inception recently. Was that him? Yeah, it was. I think it was. Yeah, and Wah. the score just is like. <laughs> It's just
0: so good! Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> yes. in Interstellar, it's, it's not only this sense of awe, but it's another layer, like we were talking about, that mm-hmm. he used this um, huge, vast organ as sort of the main instrument in the score, and I saw an interview with him where he explained that that's because the movie was about sort of reaching for something greater than humanity, and that Ooh. seemed to him a lot like worship and and like religion. Ooh. So that organ subtly put people in the in the expectation of something greater, because they associated yeah wow. they associated with God.
2: For those of you only yeah. you know who are listening to this audio form of entertainment, my jaw just dropped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, amazed. Mm-hmm. I'm astounded. Yeah, and um, it was,
0: it's it's not just any organ. It's Um, just this huge, like, breathing thing. If you listen to the score, you can hear it breathing. Mm
2: -hmm. Oh, I love that. We talked about... I love, in the same way that, Hanloser, you were talking about scores specifically in horror movies, um, I feel like that same concept, I think, applies to sci-fi films, where, Mm -hmm. like, it just adds so much to the world. And, Leo, you were talking about with, like, just so specific... Um, to the themes of movies we talked about this a little last week but with Annihilation where Mm -hmm. so much of the score where it would make sense for it to be super like synthy and um, a lot more like computer generated sounds a lot of it is just random acoustic guitar plucking Um, Mm -hmm. and then as the movie builds they introduce those synthy like kind of like, false instrument sounds into yeah. the score, um, which makes for an incredible film and an awful time hitting shuffle on the Spotify playlist. <laughs> yeah. um, but we yeah, talked about but that a little.
1: It's a build. Yeah, sure. and then
2: also another sci-fi uh, score, the score for Arrival.
0: Oh, Come man. On. Thank you for mentioning oh, Arrival. All-time Seriously,
2: favorites right so good. So good. Um, just, like, really, ugh, just a solid sci-fi score. Um, is all that I could ever ask for for any movie. No,
1: fantastic, for um, sure.
2: It just helps build the world so much. I mean, I can talk about all of the Star Wars scores from now until the end of time, you know? Yeah. Rogue like, One has a dope score. Oh, yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm.
1: Deserves so much more credit. Um, yeah. yeah. I actually love Rogue One. That's an unpopular Dude, opinion, actually. No, like. I
2: agree. I'm right there with you. Come on. It's such a good movie. I don't think it's, like, you know,
1: better than... Leo, how do you feel about Rogue them, One? Yeah,
0: I saw it in theaters. Um, it's not my favorite Star Wars. I am going... <laughs> I'm going to probably lose points for this, but I'm not a huge okay. Star Wars fan in general. I loved oh, the original trilogy. That's okay. But yeah. I had trouble relating to everything after that.
2: That's okay. I mean, that makes sense, honestly. Can't blame you.
0: Yeah, it's... Okay. I I was raised on Star Trek, so I guess I'm more of a Trekkie, but mm. I I, yeah. just, I find it a little hard to relate to the grand hero's journey in, yeah. in such a different place and time. I mean, I know it's not really different. Humans are humans. But, uh, I, yeah, I, it doesn't, doesn't tickle my brain holes in the right way, I guess. But the score sure does, obviously. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. the definition. No, that's an iconic score. Yeah, it's the definition of a score being more than just the emotion you have light yeah. motifs yeah. for the characters and yeah and inter-references between the movies and that kind of thing which is mm-hmm. part of a yeah, story that's sure. still ongoing to this day yeah I, I need mean to- that's
1: the kind of thing oh go ahead no sorry you go. <laughs> no you go <laughs> <laughs> okay let's do this for the rest of the podcast
3: <laughs> I was just
0: gonna say I definitely want to watch more sci-fi I think Blade Runner might be next up for mm. me
1: Mm. Oh Blade Runner has a fantastic score mm, so um, that's so like that's one of those things that I really want to do or I want to go to like one of the live performances of the score that they do with like Harry Potter oh, or yes um, yeah they that do that one, with one, uh, ones Star ones. Wars. Yeah, they do those with Star Wars they do those with yeah. um, I think I've heard of it being done with Blade Runner, but they that I, I really want to do that because I I do think those big sweeping like, Um, those big sweeping scores are so beautiful and I think it would be fantastic to hear live as a counterpart to the movie I love that Um, I
2: will constantly um, just put on any of the Lord of the Rings scores just like in my daily life just to feel like, just to feel something you know? yeah just anything, anything. <laughs> um yeah and i think all the time about uh that like what if like you know there's a lord of the rings marathon and there's an orchestra and then i realized i'd be like that would kill the musicians
0: <laughs> <There's> <laughs> yeah movies. oh my goodness a marathon yeah. like yeah 48 hours straight of just playing their no. instruments oh, you'd man. have to have them on yeah. you have to have them on rotation
1: yeah <laughs> <I know>. yeah <laughs> The, uh, the people who are playing air instruments are just passing out <laughs> left and right. Yeah. <laughs> I know. They're like, all right, bring
2: in bring in the backup team. Let's go. Yeah. That would take some coordination, but I would still, I'd still go. That'd be, you know, maybe that would add to it. You know, a little bit of the uh, life or death adventure.
0: <laughs> yeah, you never know what's going to happen.
2: <laughs> uh, that's so great. Place bets um, on how many of musicians scores. pass out. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> any other
0: scores that we we haven't mentioned um. I uh, mm. want to shout out a really good YouTube channel about film music actually yeah. um, uh, mm-hmm. it's called sideways uh, if mm-hmm. you've ever seen any no. uh, videos by it but it goes into really great depth on film soundtracks and scores uh, and they I s- recently saw a video from them uh, talking about the Shrek soundtrack and score I feel like any ex- oh, any discussion of uh yeah, of music soundtracks would go amiss, wouldn't uh, mention that cultural reset. Um Oh yeah,
1: man. Yeah, but, All star. Yes.
0: Yeah, and, and apparently in Shrek Two, um when they play I Need a Hero, uh they, yes. oh, yeah. they actually fantastic. They actually uh splice in bits of scoring with it to um to call back to previous themes that they used in the movie so i think there's ah, again there's a there are deeper reasons that we love the sound that we love
1: right from shrek yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's what's the is it um what's the one at the end of shrek 2 uh is it like
0: is, end it end end? Yeah. Um, is it don't go
1: breaking my heart yeah is it don't go breaking my heart or is it
0: you mean like uh, end almost end credits
1: yeah, when they're just there's just like a musical performance for no reason at the end. Is it are you
2: talking about I I genuinely I'm trying oh, to goodness. think of the plot I
0: for should, Shrek 2. Yeah, what happened <laughs> they they defeat the
1: It's the fairy, fairy godmother is singing, I cannot remember what the song is. That's
0: I need a hero. Oh I Need a
1: Hero okay. I'm holding out that for that yes. hero. Actually,
0: yeah. Holdin up for a Hero. Actually the song is Holding Up for a Hero. That's the title. Holding
2: out for a Hero. Yeah. That one is that song originally from is it originally from? Uh, no, never mind. It
0: okay. is just a pop song. Originally.
2: Okay, I thought it hmm. like was made like famous from another movie, and then they just like put it into track, and instantly it became more <laughs> famous for being. Yeah, in they track. got.
1: Oh, they have so. accidentally in love in that one. Um, Footloose. Oh okay. Oh, Footloose is good. Um,
2: yeah, Footloose. I, I remember watching um the remake to footloose when i was in high school and being just like very confused because i was like why Why did they do this um speaking of footloose i guess um (laughs) let's talk (laughs) let's talk about uh songs or music being used in movies um whether that's like musicals or like movies that where like music is like a central part of the like the actual plot, or the characters, or whatever it might be, and not just like a background noise. Um, I already kind of mentioned Inside and Davis, um, because it is a story about a musician who sings mm-hmm. the songs, and it's also, by the way, Oscar Isaac singing those songs live, which... Yeah. It's so great. I absolutely
0: love when they can do that, when they can perform them live as part of the takes. Yeah. Um, I actually worked on a a short film last summer when I was spending the summer in LA. That did that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, mm. it was a an AFI American Film Institute directing for women uh, directing workshop for women production, uh, and it was called Harana. It was a Filipino short film had a largely Filipino cast. Mm-hmm. And there was this beautiful song as part of it that um, was completely recorded live because they got this great singer as lead actress. Um, and I can't wait until that comes out because I, I sounds great. really think that when they can do that, it adds something to the scenes.
1: Oh, I love that. I have a, I can't wait until anything comes out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm going to be sad again.
2: Um, Sorry. I, I, miss movies. I miss movies so much. Um, movies still exist, but, you know, not the same. (laughs) Yeah. Breaking news. Um, I I had a friend point out once, so I had a friend who, uh, just to mention, you know, classic films here on this cinema podcast. uh, I had a friend who watched Camp Rock for the first time. um, That soundtrack is terrible. (laughs) And yes, but here's, here's the point that he was making was like, it's so, Obvious in movies when a character is not actually playing the instrument that they are playing and just like they've just got their fingers on places on the guitar that are not correct um, mm-hmm. and I was like imagine imagine a compilation of like someone finding all sorts of scenes like that throughout cinema where people are very obviously not really playing the piano, not really playing the guitar or like the violin, whatever, and like and then recreating. Play the notes they're playing. Yeah, like recreating <laughs> those scenes with what that would actually sound like if they if they were actually hitting those keys on the piano oh, man, and like surely. dubbing that audio <laughs> over. And surely like, someone's
0: done that for a few scenes. But...
2: I there has to be like but Oh I my want, god, like, that
1: would be so good. I mean just
2: like a 30 minute compilation of just like
1: various (laughs) its just rats shrieking that's the noise
0: (laughs) (laughs) it sounds like those scenes without scoring like that that one channel does yeah where it's just sound effects
2: yeah Yeah. but somehow even worse like it's like look they have their fingers here that's Mm -hmm. what this would sound like Mm -hmm. Um, it's almost like it's like bad bad lip reading except for instruments Mm -hmm. yes (laughs)
0: Two-Set Violin does something like that, where they critique violin performances in movies. Um, mm, and just really? mm-hmm. I think they sometimes try and recreate what they're doing, and it sounds terrible. Oh, God. Yeah.
2: I just love that idea so much. Like, I can't, not, I can't stop thinking about it. I want it. You I know, want it now.
0: That's kind of a beef I have with the live-action Disney movies, because mm. they. It, it seems like they have a problem with their singing seeming realistic. I don't know if you've, mm. I don't know if y'all have seen much of that, but...
2: I watched Aladdin.
0: Yeah, for, for a lot of them, I'm thinking Beauty and the Beast particularly, it just sounds kind of auto-tuned, and, I, like, mm. I don't expect complete realism, but it's, right. it takes me out of it how it doesn't seem like they're singing.
2: I think it's funny when, like, so I watched... Um, Oh, geez. I watched the half of it on Netflix recently, which I will yell until the end of time for people to not watch that movie um, Mm -hmm. is not good. But there is a scene and this happens in movies a lot, but this is the most recent example I can think of. There's a scene where the main character is like doing like a performance at school or whatever. And so she starts like playing her acoustic guitar Mm -hmm. and she starts singing and in this scene where you're supposed to watch just her on stage playing a guitar singing, like another guitar part comes in and then you like kind of <laughs> hear like some strings come in and you're like, that's not, that's not what's on stage right now. <laughs> <What is happening? laughs> I love it when that happens in movies. You no, know, I'm like, where did the whole orchestra come in? The this, this scene is supposed to be like part of her character arc quote-unquote character arc, because there is no character arc in a, <laughs> the half of it. Um, part of her character arc is that she's, like, playing an instrument and singing by herself on stage. Like, it's not like a song that randomly comes on in the background. Like, you guys can't just add strings when it's just her playing guitar.
0: She got a magic And then, guitar. like,
2: there were, like... Yeah, and, like, even when movies do that and then there's, like, oh, like a harmony part that comes in and you're like, what?
0: Yeah, which, <laughs> like, if it's part of the style, person? I totally understand, right. but if it's never happened before it's and it's truly not, not part of the style, yeah. then it's bakery. <laughs> yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah, it does not make any sense. Um, so yeah, yeah, they do
1: that on Riverdale. Oh. <laughs> I haven't watched much of the show, right? Uh-huh. But, like, there are parts where the characters are performing musically that it's, like, what is this are you really is that really y'all thing yeah (laughs) and uh it is just the most out of place and strange stuff that show is weird
0: (laughs) yeah i want to watch Um, just one episode to see what's up
2: i'm uh ashamed to say i've watched quite a few episodes uh anyway (laughs) (laughs)
3: Um,
2: i love uh, the movie sing street that's a good movie.
1: Um, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, they have great some, music.
2: Yeah, some kids starting a band, having a good time. Um, that's a fun, fun little music in, in movie moment.
0: Yeah, yeah, kids starting bands. I was watching. Kids starting. <laughs> no, I was. It just wanted to be the Clash of, of
1: Demon Head.
0: I was just gonna say Scott Pilgrim vs. the World.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except I would never listen to the Sex but Bomb's, but the Clash <laughs> of Demon Head. I was watching that. It's incredible. Other day, and
0: I was thinking, do kids still start pop punk bands? Like is that still something oh kids gosh. do? I hope so.
2: Did you watch uh, the Disney Channel original movie Lemonade Mouth? No, I've heard uh, of it. A classic. Mm-hmm. An absolute classic. Honestly, I will defend that movie as a as a top tier decon for the rest of my life. <laughs> People tend to forget about it. I I say it's better than camp rock and high school musical combined. I said what Ooh. I said. <laughs> Um, I'm such a sucker for like a bunch of kids being like, let's start a band.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ensemble cast, I just, I don't. I, kids, I love it's it. Such
2: a, it's such a pure storyline, and I've like, I just, I just don't know if I have friends who have that story of like, yeah, we tried to start a band once. <laughs> I don't. Ooh, I, I, don't know.
0: <laughs> I started a terrible band when I was in high school. Uh, except we were so, so the best kind of band. Yeah, we were. It kind of intentionally terrible. We were just making what we wanted to make. We were called oh. Irving Zartakis and the Junkyard Boys.
2: Oh, that's such a good <laughs>
0: name. We almost released an album.
2: Oh I can still look oh. it up. Oh my goodness.
1: We um That's awesome.
2: Um we did a an episode forever ago. Like probably one of the first episodes where we created a band made out of fictional characters, right, Ooh. Sarah? I think Something like be, that? Like Doc Ock from Spider Man. Oh yeah, was it was it was specifically
1: <laughs> Spider Man Villains. Yeah,
2: Spider Man Villains as yeah, Doc
1: Ock is a place base um <laughs> yeah. It what was, was it was a chaotic time.
2: Yes. Um I would watch that movie. Um have you guys ever <laughs> seen the movie So I okay. I'm gonna say something and they might revoke my uh my literal degree in theater arts mm-hmm. <laughs> for this. Um mm-hmm. I do not love movie musicals. Um I it takes Ooh. a very not necessarily movies about music. I love movies about music. I don't love movie musicals.
0: Yeah, um, like a movie that what it got is. turned into a movie.
2: Yeah, like I like I don't like I'm not like I don't love lame is <laughs> like Ugh. i yeah. i mean that
1: was just never intended to be a movie right for sure
2: um i'm even trying to think of like others like i don't i don't love rent sorry oh i love rent
1: everyone. um <laughs> about, i just
0: what about cats though I
1: don't, oh my gosh oh oh love cats love it <laughs> what a horrible um, experience of a I, film i went
2: to a pre-screening of cats like i watched that movie before most of the world did <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't it know is why. truly disturbing. Um
2: yeah, I just I don't know, I don't love movie musicals. That being said, uh which um I'm a awful theater person for not knowing this, whether the movie came first or the musical came first. Uh but the movie musical once um mm-hmm. is like the only movie musical that I will ride or die for um it's got Ooh, like a good one though. yeah it's got that one song where like everybody only knows that one song falling slowly um, oh. but yeah. that one song is like enough <laughs> to just like well, that song
1: like makes me choked up yeah. just like thinking about <laughs> it's
2: it like. so good um makes me want to cry it's like it's just like a, a vacuum cleaner salesman falling in love <laughs> and writing songs and like what more could you ask for you know <laughs> <laughs> it's all you need.
0: I have to see Ugh. that. I haven't seen it. Um,
2: it's so. Do you have good. any movie musical uh, favorites?
0: Because I do Leo? love a good mu- uh, movie musical. Uh, yeah. I even appreciated Les Mis. Um, yeah. Uh,
2: Cats. He already said. <laughs>
0: yeah, clearly my very favorite. <laughs> no, it's it's so hard to do well though because musicals have a completely different structure. And also, yeah. I think part of the reason Cats failed, if it did fail, I don't know. Maybe it made did, maybe it gross twice what it. It
1: failed. Big time. Yeah.
0: But uh, I think part of the reason it's so hard to do is because there's so much more suspension of disbelief on stage. It's like, that's what stage is for doing Mm -hmm. crazy, ridiculous stuff because, you know, it's not real. At the end of the day, it's still people on a stage. But yeah,
1: it, it was like once
0: it's on a screen, there's an expectation of it kind of being realistic.
1: Right. It was like, yeah, it was like it was like trying to take a book of haikus and pass it off as a novel. It's not Imagine the same that. thing. Yeah.
0: Who would ever do? There that? are
1: different expectations. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? We got Rebel Wilson humping her tail. Uh so we got what gifts more for could you ask? <laughs>
3: oh,
1: we got we got Rebel Wilson eating cockroaches that she had trained to dance.
2: Uh, and the, the cockroaches had small like no, it wasn't the Because co- <sighs> there were live oh cockroaches, but there were like, also live mice and wrong. the mice the mice had children's faces on them i don't it was disturbing so disturbing. <laughs> so upsetting yeah um and think about it this way we
1: didn't know what a global pandemic felt like before cats um and now <laughs> here we are uh, is that how we're gonna start measuring time bc yeah. before cats <laughs> in the before times <laughs> yes <laughs>
2: Oh, no. Yeah, people, you're like BC and they're like, oh, yeah, before Corona. They're like, no, no, no. But before cats. <laughs> like,
0: that's my terrifying event for the year. I don't know about y'all. <laughs> <laughs> like, I
2: haven't been the same since. Oh, no. I appreciated,
0: I appreciated uh, your bit, by the way, on the podcast of pretending there was absolutely nothing wrong <laughs> for a while. <laughs>
2: we worked so hard on it.
0: <laughs>
2: uh, what bit? Wait, what, what bit? What do you mean? there's nothing Uh, wrong uh Uh, yeah the only thing wrong is cats and that's that's it um i um i also okay i'm gonna i'm gonna now bring this conversation just back around to like a just a super serious note Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. so i i have raved about the movie blind spotting from 2018 um for a long time um 2018 Mm -hmm. 2017 it's 18. Uh, 2018. Um, and uh, it... 2018? Maybe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I I don't know timelines of things. Um, so I don't know if this would... This, so it's definitely not a musical. Um, but it is... It is a very... It's a very serious drama um, that... Um, stars David Diggs and ran just like throughout the movie he he raps um but mm-hmm. like in a way where sometimes he's like I am rapping now and then sometimes he's just talking but then it just is rhythmically and like in a perfect rhyme um mm-hmm. and every and it's one of those things so something that um they talk about with like musicals which I think is why. The movie Lame Is didn't work. Um, is that m- in musicals, characters start singing when speaking words is not enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and blind spotting takes that just to a whole new level, but with, with rapping. Um, mm-hmm. And there's an incredible scene in the climax of blind spotting where. There is a face-off between David Diggs's character and um, a cop that he saw shoot someone mm. in front of him. And the entire confrontation is five minutes of David Diggs' rapping. Uh. And it is just like, it gives me so many goosebumps every time. It mm-hmm. has me so tense every time. And it's just like one of those things where it's like, yeah no, if he wasn't rapping during this scene, it would be, it would not be good. I don't know if that makes sense. But like, because. Yeah, that is amazing. Yeah, because it's just, oh, please, please, please see it. Like if you watch one movie recommendation out of like the 500 Mm. that I will end up giving you, it's, please, blind spotting. It's it's so, it's so good. It's so
0: interesting that it works so well there, but so poorly in other cases.
2: Yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. Um and it, I think it really is just a testament to like how um so David Diggs and Raphael Casal wrote that script and as and they and so Raphael Casal is a spoken word poet um and then David Diggs is known for um his all of his stuff that he has done with Hamilton. Um and yeah. so they both have a background in writing rhythmic words <laughs> and it mm-hmm. shows in blind spotting oh so good so
0: good man i hope i hope hamilton success generates more of those things like yeah. hip-hop yeah. centered yeah. anything or hip-hop musicals and that kind of thing
1: yeah we right. with that so, so leo we have a buzzfeed quiz for you as is custom <laughs> excellent <laughs> i love yeah. this segment. Oh I, I can't believe that BuzzFeed
2: hasn't like sued us yet, just for <laughs> what do you mean? We're giving them free advertising that's true. We are because yes. obviously they need more advertising, huh. uh, yeah, nobody knows about BuzzFeed. <laughs>
1: They have like several offices in LA, and if I pass a BuzzFeed office, I'm always just like, "Oh, that's a there is a place where they do things."
0: They have a physical presence. They're not just an algorithm.
1: <laughs> they do. They go. Yeah. They go
2: to their offices to create the quizzes that we then take mm-hmm. on our podcast. Yeah, that's nuts. <laughs> uh, let's let Leo know what the um, what the quiz is that we. So, Leo,
1: we're gonna give you this quiz. Um, okay. It, it says, TV choose the soundtrack to your life and see which famous person would play you in a movie.
0: Heck yes. I love everything about that. Yeah, so... Um, Shall I just search that?
1: We, we No, we're... No, so, I, yeah. yeah, I'll ask the questions. Yes. <laughs> I'll um, ask the questions so here. it says... <laughs> yes. <laughs> it says, what song plays during the opening scene? And your options are... Uh, Pumped Up Kicks by Foster the People, hmm. Moo by Doja Cat, okay. When We Were Young, When You Were Young by The Killers, uh, Happy by Pharrell. Oh, what a nightmare! Um, hmm. <laughs> Woman by Kesha, or Work by Rihanna featuring Drake.
0: <clears throat> oh boy, I feel like Happy and Work are really on the nose. Um, Pumped Up Kicks yeah. is not who I want to be. Uh, I don't yeah, if like that's that to be my weird. opening song. weird.
1: Are they like? suggesting if that's, a, if that's my if I
0: that's my I want song then that song is I want to shoot up a school oh, <laughs> yeah. um, uh, what was the second option can I get those again
1: uh, moo by Doja Cat
0: yeah that's it that's mine
1: <laughs> awesome <laughs> I love Doja Cat <laughs> <laughs> okay I don't know the choose context. a song to play to when you oh yeah that's that's your opening scene <laughs> Okay, so choose a song to play when you fall in love. Mm. We got "Uh You Got It Bad" by Usher, "Um Home" by Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros, "Uh Young and Beautiful" by Lana Del Rey, "Um Use Somebody" by Kings of Leon, "Rock the Boat" by Aaliyah and "Breeze Blocks" by Alt J. <laughs> mm. So "Breeze Blocks" is such a good song. I just need to say, that, I just need to swoon over it is for a, a second. That is a fantastic song.
0: Um, I'm going to have to go with Home by Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros.
1: Oh, well, that is folksy.
0: Yeah, I like my folks. <laughs>
1: um, okay, so what's your anthem? So I guess this is yeah. like after the makeover.
0: Um, <laughs> my big comeback.
1: Look at Her Now by Selena Gomez. Um, Ready or Not by the Fugees. Uh, Seven Nation Army by the White Stripes. Mm. Uh, Flawless by Beyonce, No Scrubs by TLC, or Pursuit of Happiness by Kid Cudi. That is such a good needle drop song, oh, Pursuit of Happiness is.
0: I, I was thinking Seven Nation Army because I love my uh, rock, but I'm going to have to go with Pursuit of Happiness.
1: Yeah, that is such a, that's such a fantastic needle drop song, and I'm pretty sure it's only been used in like Project X. So can somebody with some taste to get on that, please? <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> all right. Pick a song to play while you walk into work. Um, we have Ape Shit by The Carters. Apologies uh, to our PG-13 audience. It, I'm reading a title. Um, the Man by Taylor Swift. Independent Women by Destiny's Child. <laughs> Sail by AWOL Nation. Uh, Every Day I'm Hustlin' by Rick Ross. Or Time to Pretend by MGMT.
0: I really want independent women. Yeah.
1: I love it. I can structure that. It's gonna say that there's an actress playing you, which you know what? Bold choice. I'm into it. Yeah, um, or, or just male. Which song plays during your? Yeah. <laughs> what song plays during your inevitable lovers' quarrel? Um, <laughs> Gotta go my own way from <laughs> High School Musical. Oh yeah. Iconic. The cover. Iconic. Yes. Um, stubborn love by the lumineers oh. x factor by lauren hill somebody that i used to know by Gautier, which whatever happened to him uh tyrone by erica badu or you don't do it for me anymore by demi lovato uh
0: now i just now i just want this to be a musical of me covering all the most cliche songs of all time so, <laughs> <laughs> i want to like lean into that Um, I love that yeah so I wanna um, I wanna go with uh, I I wanna go my own way
2: oh incredible love it I think about that song at least once a week
1: (laughs) (laughs) pick a song to play when you go out with your friends on a Friday night Um, so we got All I Do Is Win by DJ Khaled featuring a lot of people Um, Feel It Still by Portugal The Man uh, tonight tonight by Hot Shell Ray. Mm,
0: you don't need to read <laughs> I the others. About
1: them. <laughs> Truth hurts by Lizzo. That's the only other one I need to read.
0: Yep, Hot Shell Ray.
1: <laughs> Love it. That's fantastic. Whatever happened to them, I would like to know.
0: They live on okay, in my heart. So
1: yeah, for me too. Um choose a song for the romantic makeup scene. So this is the scene after you've right, broken up, up to gotta project. go my own way, yeah. <laughs> after, after you've broken up to gotta go my own way. So uh, we got Arctic Monkeys. Do I want to know? Thinking out loud by Ed Sheeran. You and I by Lady Gaga. Make me feel by Janelle Monae. Um, King Princess. Uh, <laughs> yep. I'm not gonna say the title <laughs> of this. Song. You know, you know the one. <laughs> We're gonna say uh, the something King is God.
2: <laughs> the king the king princess song about uh cats
1: yep <laughs> yes Musical. um and then super bass by Nicki minaj <laughs> those are your options yeah i am
0: i'm intrigued by do i want to know because that doesn't seem like a happy makeup song that's like a it seems like a dark well like, that's like a do i really want this song I like
3: that oh one.
1: yeah that's like a um sex scene song yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure
0: i'm gonna go with that one
1: maybe that's what they're saying <laughs> Okay. so do i want to know yeah all right um this is a long quiz uh I think this is the last one yeah this is the last one okay um what song plays while you fall asleep in the hmm. in the movie there's a, a scene oh. of the character falling asleep <laughs> wish you were gay by billy eilish <laughs> um adore you by miley cyrus um Soldier of Love by Sade. Um, this Girl is on Fire by Alicia Keys. Skinny Love by Birdie or Don't Touch My Hair by Solange. I,
0: I really want This Girl is on Fire playing while I go to sleep because that's the least relaxing song ever. <laughs> <That doesn't laughs>
1: I'm trying to go to sleep. Sense. This girl is on fire.
0: <laughs> the soundtrack keeps waking yeah, me up. Yeah, I'm out. supposed
1: to get up and do something motivational now. That's incredible. Oh, I knew it. Okay, are you ready for which famous person would play you in a movie, yes. Leo? <laughs> you got Emma Watson. What?
0: <laughs> yes. I, I'm not gonna lie. I forgot that was the end point of this. I did pick a lot of female songs. <laughs> hey, she's she's my celebrity okay. crush. So what the hell?
2: I love I love that in this episode we mentioned Beauty and the Beast and the Bling Ring and um, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Ha- Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It was always meant it to be this awesome whole time. episode. It mm-hmm. says, loyalty, loyalty is a necessity in your book. You're a smart yeah. cookie, and you accept only what you believe you deserve, nothing less. You're like a beam of sunshine on a cloudy day. <laughs> oh. There wow. you go, Leo. Yeah, you I love
3: that. So that.
2: everybody keep an eye out when movies get to start coming out in, like, 2026- 20, um, we're gonna have <laughs> <laughs> uh, Leo's biopic coming out, starring Emma Watson as Leo and Doc Ock on super base. Exciting, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <And> Doc Ock. <laughs> oh, incredible! Oh, so good. I love that. Where can leo, the people you. find you, Leo? Yeah, plug your stuff.
0: Uh, yeah, well, I've got an album coming out fairly soon. Uh, if you follow me on Twitter at leo majors. The Leo has three O's. Then <laughs> that's why he said it like that. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs>
2: that's how you pronounce it.
0: <laughs> that's how I know about it. Um, in fact, it's a visual album that I produced as my senior thesis project in college. Ooh, wow. So uh, it's gonna I'm gonna put the audio out first, and then I'm going to put the visual album out to some uh, film competitions, and eventually it's gonna be public. Yeah, that's what I'm excited about right that's now.
1: That's so exciting. Yeah amazing yeah it's some
0: uh
1: well y'all check that out yeah it's
0: a pop rock album called the best years of your life
2: i have seen that you post the visuals from it and every single still looks incredible so
0: thank you yeah
2: excited for that so excited we'll have to have you we'll have to scream out into the void again when that comes out and have you back on to promote Mm -hmm. it um as part of your promotional tour <laughs> yeah it, um yes, we have exclusive is... rights <laughs> just shout in the void I'll be there in the void yes yes <laughs> i love that um
1: the leo, void aka you. leo's room yeah
2: <laughs> leo thank you so much for being here for answering our call into the void um and for yes. joining us um it's so been so so fun um we are um gonna link all of leo's things in the description of this episode so please follow him on twitter um and keep an eye out for that project it's gonna be so great um yeah thank you so much uh follow yeah, us thank you for joining uh, thanks for having us. me on follow us on twitter twitter what, what is our Twitter.com <laughs> forward slash, guys, it's been a day. dot um, Twitter.com forward slash Cinema Rolls Pod. Cinema Rolls Pod. And Patreon.com forward slash Cinema Rolls Pod, where we sometimes give you um, fun bonus content. Um, yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. All over the place. Um, I know that there are no movies anymore, but what movie are you looking forward to right now?
0: I'm looking forward to. Um, the uh, Hamilton recording coming out. Um, they oh, yeah. uh, are publishing it to. Uh, is it Disney Plus? Um, somewhere it's. Yeah, Disney it's kinda, Plus. They're calling it the Hamilton film. I'm not sure. Like oh. it's not. Sh- I'm not sure why they're calling it like film and movie. It's a Broadway cast recording. Um, yeah, I'm excited about that as well as Edgar Wright's next film, uh, Last Night in Soho. Yeah, oh. he has. He oh, has yeah. like given us his take on a lot of genres like action zombie etc um but google classifies mm-hmm. last night in soho as psychological horror so i really want to mm. know what that will mean for whoa
1: yeah that's exciting for yes. me <laughs> yes <laughs> all right uh, well i th- uh do you want to say the catchphrase say with this yeah you actually know go to it. one go That's
0: how the cinema rolls.
2: (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Sarah, Sarah,
0: and Sarah. That's us. A new theme
2: song.